Sit back, relax, and enjoy Talk Bites. Welcome back to another magical episode of Talk Bites. I am sitting here in a Deathly Hollows t-shirt, sipping on a custom-made butterbeer, and talking with Ash, who just so happened to Slytherin into my DMs at Original B Game. Now, I uh, I can't take credit for that, Ash. It, it was all you that came up with that. Look, my pun magic is something to be admired. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I never self-compliment, but I feel like I've been running a strong pun game for a long time now. So you're welcome. And uh, and you, well, thank you so much. And full disclosure, I have actually known Ash for years. I had met Ash at a party where we had discovered the the value of going tactical. And, <laughs> and I believe that you have made a career change since then, and you are actually a tactical fashion advisor, uh, making sure that people stay tactical. It's very important. You never know when you're going to need to be tactical. And basically, it's a combination of tactical sandals, which I only just learned about and I showed you. Who knew? Yes. You don't know what you need until you need it, right? Then hat, preferably bucket hat with little pockets on it. Lastly, vest. The reason this story comes about for all you people listening, because it probably sounds bizarre, is this guy rocked up to a party and he was wearing a vest with tons of pockets on it. And I was just, Brian and I sat there the whole night trying to decide what are all the pockets for? What is he hiding? What is he bringing to the table? I feel like he was ready for an attack at any moment. So if we, if then no one else learns anything else from this podcast, make sure to stay tactical. Stay tactical. Cause boy, if there was a zombie attack at that moment, there would have been egg on our face. <laughs> there would have been absolute egg on our face. But for we the could laugh 99 times about this, but the hundredth time he's going to be ready. So he's going to be ready. He's going to be like, that's, See, you laughed at my tactical Crocs, but here I am. Take that. Take that. What Crocs were that? I thought they were sandals. That makes it even worse. That's <laughs> <laughs> 100% worse. So just before we jump in to uh, the, the main topic of this magical episode, which is Harry Potter, um, I ask the beginning of every episode, as you know, since you are an avid listener, mm-hmm. what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Well, my mum once told me it's better to be one person's shot of whiskey than everyone's cup of tea because I'm a massive people pleaser and I used to get so down when people didn't like me. And ever since she told me that, as a whiskey drinker, I especially appreciate it. Um, I just love it. I absolutely live by it. So gone on your mum. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that saying. This is the first time I've heard that. Wow. So if, wow, that is an incredible saying. I'm thinking I'm going to adopt that from now on. Yeah. You know what? Cause the people who enjoy you and like you are, are going to enjoy and like you. And so why lower yourself to the people that hate you anyways just enjoy the people that like you i know why that, be a johnny walker red when you can be a johnny walker blue who knows 100 100 be your blue self be your blue self absolutely Love it. 
That's like uh, Dr. Seuss's all the places you'll go. There's the sentence there that I'm not going to even try to remember because it was like a rhyme and everything, but it basically said the same thing. Like, like be, be yourself you because the people, people embrace who, it. Yeah. yeah. And it's better to have like 100%. a room full of people that like you and have genuine friendships than have all these, I find especially these days, everyone's craving like mass friendships and mass connections and it actually doesn't increase your value at all. People attach value to how many people you know, how many likes you get and you know what, I think I have a handful of friends that are ride or die friends and I love that. So I took a long time to get there because I've always appreciated my friends but I always wanted more and hated when people didn't like me because I'm a I can be a polarizing personality which I'm sure we're going to learn about in this episode <laughs> but uh I guess you're one of the whiskey drinkers Brian I I absolutely am and uh you know I I, I hope that you also enjoy the uh Canadian Canadian club that I am uh especially since um <laughs> the, the absolute joy of my of my Australian life so far has been hunting wombies hunting wombats because I've never seen one before in the wild and the one night that I was in Canberra <laughs> we spent the entire night looking for wombats and then we found them a little mama and a baby oh it was it was so good it was such a good night I wish I could visit Canberra more often but I might be saying that too soon because I have been promised for some very controversial opinions. So I think we should just jump right into it now. Harry Potter, or as uh, Draco would say, Potter, you know, the, the P like he's a trombone player. Um, let's jump into it. Let's get into the rankings. Go ahead, let's Ash. Let's do it. Let's what do it. Is the, I've let's, made let's up my from- butter beer. I mean, my Harry Potter pajamas. I'm burning my pumpkin yes. spice candle. If it was ever a time to hash out some Harry Potter stuff, it was tonight. And let's just ignore I have a the feeling fact it's that it's be... Saturday night and we both don't have a life. I was just gonna. <laughs> 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 what do you mean it's a Saturday night? Crying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm in a giant house by myself. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling that this is going to be a, quite the test of our wombat hunting tactical wearing friendship let's start what are your rankings from worst to best of harry potter movies worst to best okay look i actually i sat and thought about this because i had a list a few weeks ago that i was pretty sure i was set in and then i made myself re-watch all the movies before today and i've had a controversial change like so i've surprised myself I feel like it'll be a, oh, it's going to be one controversy for you, but it's going to be like double for me. So I think the worst movie is The Order of the Phoenix. What? The Order of the Phoenix? (laughs) The worst? What? (laughs) For the first time ever, I'm actually stumped. Yes. Look, it was not there before. All right. All right. I'm... Like it was not there before, but like what? What is what? I'm ready to hash it out. So like, I wrote some. Being my psychotic personality type, I wrote dot points through the movies. So, what I wrote was, I hate this movie so much for the sheer introduction of Professor Umbridge alone. Yes, that about summarizes it. She is the worst. She is like the ultimate villain. She's not even a likable villain. She's the worst. And that whole movie is riddled with her 
grossness. I hate it. She, she, she is like the, how I felt when I first saw that movie and I saw that character, the, the, she's the first time I've ever hated a character, like hated a character. And I feel like she is now the embodiment of what it's like to be on social media today. Like when you see someone writing something, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to even say what, because then that's going to get us down a whole tangent. But she is, she is the embodiment of the shit part of society today. It was almost like She's J.K. The Rowling. She's uh, the Harry Potter Karen. It's, it's the what? She's the Harry Potter Karen of the world. She's the Harry Potter Karen. That is exactly, that is exactly what it is. It is a Harry Potter Karen and it is a representation. JK Rowling was able to look into a crystal ball and magically see the shit part of society that was coming up and made the Harry Potter Karen. (laughs) Wow. Absolutely horrible. I know. I tell you what, you couldn't have planned it any better, but she is that person for me. But like, I mean, there's a few other things. I'll quickly touch over them why I hated the movie. I wasn't here for the, like, show Harry romance. I feel like I just wasn't feeling it. It was very gross. But Cho Cho is like my, like, if I was in Hogwarts as a child, okay, if I was a child, and I want to specify (laughs) that, if I was a child, not who I am today, but if I was a child in school with them, Cho would be my my, my choice. What? Mm-hmm. Ah, and I feel like that movie, it was so like he was just picking up sloppy seconds, like his first kiss. She was freaking crying over another dude. Yeah, maybe I just like unavailable girls. <laughs> maybe that's my, like, Look, we that's all have unhealthy, uh, unhealthy toxic traits and we just ignore them and yeah. it's fine but I was just like I don't so, know why I feel like there were so many other girls that they could have like been a thing with and I just wasn't feeling that particular romance it was so underwhelming but like I don't know it was like cutting a man's grass but in a gross way because he died yeah okay well now that you brought that up but yeah. I did like I absolutely love Luna Lovegood. She's such a good character. And the car, like when they casted her, like she's perfect for that role. So like I do love that part of the movie that her coming into it and she value adds definitely. Um, 100%. And I love the idea of like having an order of the Phoenix. Like I love having this like rebellious group that, you know, doesn't work for the government to fix problems. They're this underground like vigilante type of group, which I don't know why. I love the concepts in the movie, but I just didn't, I feel like it was so drab, it's so underwhelming. I don't remember a lot of it. So even when I was watching it, I was like, oh, that's right. I think I was so focused on my hatred of Umbridge that I didn't even take in any of the other movie parts of the movie. But I think you and I might have spoken about this in previous years because we've been doing this, like we watch Harry Potter every year as like Potter in July. And yes. yeah, I, th- I think we were saying like um, Bellatrix Lestrange, she was casted really well. Like, she nails that role. Like, she's a good villain. She's a villain, but you like her because she plays the role well. So, Helena, Helena Bonham Carter, like, when she was playing in the, in the later movies, when she was playing uh, Hermione changing to look like her but still acting like Hermione, like, my God, like, that was, just, that was just incredible acting. And I've just been incredible. Right there, she, yeah, she did an amazing job. So I did love that one. 
And the only other thing I would say is the best part of the movie is when, like, the brothers cause all the havoc in the exams, you know, creating the fireworks and everything. I think that's the only part of the movie I look forward to. I'm like, yes, this is the part where she gets bit on the ass by the fireworks dragon. <laughs> so in the books, uh, I read somewhere that it, it's heavily implied that she's taken away and and basically had the the half horse creatures what are they called again oh the they look like sagittarius sign yeah what they're called oh my god i'm drawing a blank i know what they're called jeez um anyways that they when they dare you (laughs) (laughs) when they when they picked her up and and took her off into the forest um i read somewhere that it's heavily implied that they had their way with her oh yeah how unfortunate for them yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> you're not doing it right. <laughs> like, no, no, no. that un- that outfit's gotta go, it's got to go. Horrible. And also, I just want to throw it out there: Professor McGonagall is such a boss ass bitch. I love her so yeah. much. She's so like understated through all the movies, but like in this particular movie, she stands up, and I'm like, yes, you're like this sassy, like strong female character in the movies that. Like she obviously took a back seat in a lot of the other movies, but this one stepped up a bit more. And I was like loving that moment for her. But as much as I say all the positives, that is my least favorite. I'm glad we ripped the Band-Aid off. I'm glad it's out of the way. I don't know if I am. <laughs> <laughs> Look, your turn will come, all right. All right? Your turn will come. All right. What is the, the, second, the second worst, the all second right. worst Harry Potter movie? Surely you're not going to be surprised by this. The Half-Blood Prince. Okay, that that is the first time that we are in agreement, And for me, I'm probably not going to have the same reason as you. So what is your reasoning for Half-Blood Prince being the second worst? Well, you know what? Like through the movie, I actually felt it's the first time in the whole series I felt really bad for Malfoy because it was really apparent that like he got dragged into something that he didn't want to do because of his family, which... You know, if you look at it more broadly, that happens in everyday life all the time. Kids doing things because of what their parents dictate. So through that movie, I was actually really sad for him, you know, because he was obviously chosen to be the one to kill Dumbledore. And I hope I didn't have any spoiler spoiler alerts out there for people who haven't watched it. Turn off now. But, um, yeah, I feel super bad for him. And I guess, like, the only other positive was, like, Snape being a double agent in the movie was, like, a cool twist. Because I feel like the whole way he was defending himself as being good when Harry would always accuse him. And they were all saying, no, 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 he's good, he's good. So then, like, in this movie, for him to turn around and be the villain, which we all know wasn't, but you find that out later. I actually, like, I was like, oh, I feel it on a personal level. My heart hurts. Like, when he killed Dumbledore, (laughs) I was like, ah, the betrayal. And I sit in my bed crying and it's like a whole, you know, it felt like a personal attack, but it was nothing to do with me. <laughs> so that was a weird moment, but I don't know. I just feel like that movie it had really nice moments in it, like learning about the love potions. Sidebar question: You know how the love potions smell like whatever you're particularly attracted to? What would your thing be? Mm, yeah. So Hermione was saying fresh cut lawn and things like that. What would yours be? Uh, the cherry cherry smell but not real cherries the like like the the artificial cherry smell like the candy cherry smell yeah uh yeah a little bit like that yeah yum 
Yeah. Uh, by the way, the half horse thing is called a centaur. It just came to me. I looked it up. So in a centaur. <laughs> you weren't going to let that one go. It was like fizzling under. <laughs> we moved on, but it hadn't really moved on for you. <laughs> no, it didn't. I was literally stuck at that point. Like it was like the, the, the video froze at that point. My brain could not go past it. Just ruminating, sitting there, um, sitting there, sitting there. That's hilarious. Just the wheel was just going. Was like, but I feel on. like in that movie, I just um, hated, I hated the storyline of Ginny and Harry. Like I know I said I, it sounds like I hate all women and romantic like things, but like the Ginny-Harry thing, ugh, I was so not here right. for it. And like she's You're not having a, a good track record. Well, she's such a boss in the books and then her character in the movies, I just yeah. absolutely hate her. So I think, yeah. And the only other thing that was really sad is when the Weasley's house got destroyed. I thought that was super sad because oh. they had such a nice home and memories and things like that. So I found it to be more like sad and I don't remember a lot of, there's nothing super memorable about the movie. So I think we'll find as we're going on, a lot of the movies that I did take to more have like, sentimental value or like I watched them at a time when it was really like special like I think I just figured out I was the same age as Harry in the first movie when I watched it so I was 12 and he's portraying an 11 year old so I think like I had that like relatability whereas some of the other movies I just I don't know it was cool because it was a part of the series but I didn't take to them as much so that's the uh the reason that I did not like the Half Blood Prince was um, the movie poster. What? I just, from <laughs> the second that the movie poster was released, I was just so angry <laughs> about how boring it is. I was, I was angry, uh, and and just the whole movie, like all that stuff that happened and shook out, and and you know, the movie itself is it's not a bad go. It's not a bad go, uh, but um, the picture looks like those awkward family photos, right? Just Harry and the dude just standing there. Just Harry and the teacher standing there. That's it. They aren't doing anything. They're just literally standing there looking at each other. It's just like, it's just an awkward family photo. Like, I could have that on my shelf right now, and I just, I can't get behind it. There's a I can't get behind for it. that, awkwardfamilyphotos.com. I'm sure you've featured on there at least a few times. <laughs> that would have meant that my family actually would have taken pictures with me and how embarrassing no No one's going there no no that is so um yeah the poster that is so funny and it's a little thing like i would have never paid any attention but here you are like fizzling away seething at the (laughs) design (laughs) matters design matters it matters for everyone listening, all you marketing majors, it's important. You matter. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, that movie that that's on my on What's near the that? worst that's of mine. You didn't episode. like about it. That's it. Oh my gosh, that's so that's cringe. So because of it, I literally almost forget. I forget about it. So every time that we do our um otter on a potter or potter on an otter festival harry in july um i i almost when we get to that movie i'm like oh yeah this exists oh yeah and then the other one is probably like trauma you probably packed it away to the back of your mind just trying to forget the poster ever happened and then we have to relive it every year and then your intake goes up 
five percent because you've watched that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the amount of butterbeer I drink at that time um, definitely does increase. It's like just picturing that photo again and again. It's just it's it's horrible. That poster is just like a non-starter. Um, the other one is Order of the Phoenix, and I think it's because of Umbridge. Uh, Umbridge just makes me forget that entire movie, and then so I'm like, oh yeah, Order, I, I don't remember this one, and I turn it on, and I'm like, ah. Oh. But also, there's, like, nothing really that memorable that happens in it. The only thing, it like, I guess I shouldn't say that because Sirius dies, which I feel like I hold back tears every time. Because as if Carrie hasn't been kicked in the nuts enough times in life and he loses, like, the one other person who's semi-family to him. It's a yeah. dick move, J.K. Rowling. Dick move. Big time. I Big know. time. Well, let's let's keep it going. Up. So what, what's the next one on the worst list? So number six. I'm sure there's not going to be no surprises here. Chamber of Secrets. Yep, agreed. That's a bad movie. Yeah. And, like, yep. I have to say, though, when – I don't know how much you remember about When Harry comes out in, like, one of the first scenes and he says to the family, like, oh, I haven't heard from any of my friends. I haven't got any letters this summer. I just, like, want to cry every time. Because mm-hmm. obviously his friends wrote letters and they're just – Dobby was keeping them, but I was like, oh, my God, he's back to being alone in the dungeon. So that always left me right from the get-go. But then, I don't know, I feel like the stuff that led up to them going to school was really fun, and then the minute it got to school, it was terrible. Because basically, like, they use the car and they break him out, and that's, like, really fun. And they go to, like, the Weasley's house and you introduce to all the fun, quirky stuff, like the dishes washing themselves and the clock that shows where they are, like all the kids in the house. So that's kind of fun. But then, yeah, once it gets to school, I just, ugh. plus Ginny's in it. Just, you know how, like, I've got some Ginny issues that I've got to work through. You do. You're, you're like a bowl full of jelly. When it, oh. when it comes to like a bowl full of jelly, just, just sitting there. Um you, we could probably do that clock today with with the GPS tracking on our phones and stuff like that. So that clock that shows where they are, I think it's just a matter of, it's of like saving find the, my friends, right? Yeah, it, that's exactly it. So saving the points in 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 certain things, and then yeah, so that clock can be made today by someone a lot smarter than me. I was going to say, uh, patent it uh, now, call it now. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with this Apple AirTag thing, you put an Apple AirTag on you and you just program when I'm at these coordinates, this is school, and then the clock moves to, to school. It'd be it'd be fun. Life and is then gonna also, come to that, man. Life is gonna come to that. I bet you. All the helicopter parents. Oh I'm so sorry for kids these days. But let's but move on. The only good things that I'll point out from that movie was I thought the polyjuice potion thing was cool which I think was coming yep. in that movie for the first time. And yep. the howler, you know, the letter that comes and screams at him that is, is, is his mom. Yes. Oh my God. I love that so much. Cause every kid's been there where their parent embarrasses them at school in one way or another. So we can all kind of like cringe together. Yes. I also like love that Dobby got introduced cause he's such a good character. I feel like they maybe didn't involve him enough in the movie, like considering he was quite likable and I like wasn't feeling the whole spiders in the forest thing. I've liked a lot of the characters that are in the forest, but the whole spiders gig, I just wasn't there for at all. Yeah. Well, that's because that's our life over here in Australia. For those who don't know, um, <laughs> literally outside my house right now, they, I have a forest of spiders um, that are allowing me to stay alive uh, as long as I um, stay away from them. So 
it's just a matter of time before I do something that upsets them that I might uh, no longer be here. This and this is just normal Australia. Um, do you want to know the, a fun fact? I, of course, I do. Yes. You know, like when they're driving the car and they're going along the railway, like where the train goes, and they've got the viaduct and the train tracks. Yep. I've seen that in real life. That real one, the real viaduct and train route. Really? Can't can't you take that? Like, isn't that like a yeah, Harry Potter train ride? Yeah. So when I like, wow. I did a year abroad, twenty eighteen, and I lived in Scotland, and so I met someone there who said, "Yeah, you can actually go and see it. You can ride it, but I feel like you don't get to see the bridge in its entirety because you're looking from within the train." So I wanted yeah, to see yeah. the train like going over the actual bridge. It was amazing. Yeah. I was in nerd heaven. Like there were tons <laughs> of other nerds there, but I was outwigging everyone. I was standing on this giant thin post that nearly lost the will to live with me on it. Like it barely held me, but I wanted like the top view so I could see everything. It was amazing. I was everything past then. I just was like, no, nah, it's fine. I'm going to throw in my life and try and catch this train to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. It's, 100% love it I'm gonna have to go uh, go there myself and check it out yes there's so many sites in Scotland but we could talk about that forever um so my next one number five um Deathly Hallows part one Ooh. yeah I feel like I don't know where other people stand on this situation so I'm feeling very exposed right now Oh, okay. What What is the reasoning for this? Well, I feel like it started, it, take, it took like a dark turn. Like I think all the movies are really fun and lighthearted for a period of time, but obviously by this point in the books, it was down to the nitty-gritty of everyone's getting murdered and it's all come to like a head. So I feel like the yeah. movie had a really, like there were not many fun moments in it. It was all very serious. So I think the things that I get out of the movie is like I love it being fun. But it just didn't feel fun anymore. But I did love hearing the story about the Deathly Hallows. You know, when the guy's telling the story about what the Deathly Hallows are, and it sounds like a um, like a fable or something, but it's actually real. I think. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, choking on my butter beer. Um. But yeah, I just feel like Dobby died, and it was really sad, and. It went forever. Like I was sitting in the cinema just watching my watch being like, oh, my God, I'm into it, but it's going forever. So. Wow. I know. Kind of like this podcast, I realize it's been 26 minutes and here we are only at the halfway mark. Only at the halfway mark. That's okay. The fans or fan uh, (laughs) wants us to keep going. Don't worry, Mom. We're not uh, going to stop now. We wouldn't Uh, leave you hanging. The only thing that I I was thinking during that entire movie was uh, how can I get that tent that where it's small on the, on the small like no, the TARDIS the from Doctor Who. Oh my God! No, it's the real. No, oh. the tent. No, not not the tents before the Quidditch thing, but the the tent that oh, they the had when they were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of the reason yeah. why. Yeah, I love that whole concept. How much would like more would you go camping if that was the sitch? Oh my god! Like I'd probably live in one of them. I'd probably just live there. <laughs> like, I'd just hire a camper van, and well, not even a camper van. I could just drive around Australia and living in that tent. It'd be amazing. Living in that tent, just pop it up everywhere you go. It's magic. So there's going to be AC. There's going to be a, a, a hot tub. I feel like you could pimp it out however you wanted to. Like, is there a limit to how much you can pimp out your tent? 
We don't know. I I don't think so. But I I if there's not like a puppy cage, uh, not puppy cage, but like a puppy section where I could just go and hang out with puppies, <laughs> um, then then I don't want it. I don't know. I do want it. Do, do we, are there even dogs in Harry Potter? Because I only see the four cats. I guess yeah. is a dog, but that's not like that's a magical dog. That's not a real dog. Oh, I'm completely forgetting Hagrid's dog, Fang. He's so cute. Oh, that's right. That's right, Fang. Oh, yeah. I nearly forgot about yeah. him. How could I with all his wow. slobberiness? You just saved me from saying like the dumbest thing on the planet, which would have been, I don't think there's a dog in Harry <laughs> Potter. I was trying to trap you. See, I was locking you in. I'm trying to call you out as the fake fan you are. <laughs> Almost got me. Almost got me. But, yeah, I just feel like it was good because the book was obviously so big, so they had to split it up. So it's not that I guess it wasn't good. I guess they just had to split it up. So it was never going to be the best movie because it didn't have, like, the climax. It was just setting up for the last movie. So it's ranked pretty high considering it's not a movie on its own. Like, technically it is, but it's part of, a two-part series so yeah 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 so now we're getting into the good stuff the top four I know. if my math is correct and i just feel like i've got so much to say so i apologize to everyone who's sitting there looking at their watch being like fuck this chick needs to shut up it's all the sugar in the butter beer i swear but <laughs> my number four is which i'm gonna highlight this now i put this movie as I think seventh last time that before we spoke and then after I watched the movies, I changed my mind. I put Prisoner of Azkaban as the four. The, the fourth though. The fourth. fourth. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. What What is the uh, the reasoning behind that? I just feel like I do like it because I feel like it's still in the earlier series of the movies where they introduce a lot of like fun characters and animals and tricks and things like that so you're still stimulated by all the new things but firstly I just hated that Ron's rat was Peter Pettigrew I hated that idea like why did he stay a rat for 12 years why couldn't he have ran away when he went to Ron's family he didn't know he was going to be friends with Harry what he stayed with that family indefinitely no come on that's a terrible concept I am not here for Come it. On. Nah. Right. So bizarre. Secondly, I feel like because it does the time travel, I feel like you're watching the same movie twice. Like you get to the end of like the first portion and then you're like, oh, okay, it's all done. Nah, make you relive it all again. Obviously from a different perspective, but I was like, Ugh, okay, now it just feels repetitive. <laughs> So, oh man so i would hate to get your thoughts on back to the future series of movies uh if that was the case because <laughs> it's just re-watching the movie four times <laughs> over and over and over again so we'll just skip that because i don't want us to come to blows i don't i don't want that to happen and you know i'll win that's why just to be clear for everyone it's because i would win oh. Settle down. <laughs> Where I'm from, they gotta stomp bitches just for stealing boyfriends. So I'm throwing it out there. Wow. I'm from the country. You don't mess with me. I'm actually from the wow. town in Australia, as voted by the internet. So just sit with that for a moment. <laughs> you don't have magic to save you, Brian. It's only me and you, buddy. Uh, I just have uh, years and years as a soldier. And, uh, of course, 
the the boxing training but no 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 we'll uh, we'll I'll, I'll let you think that you could uh, you could handle this i've got a pretty accurate punch to the dick I've practiced it for years. So you only need one good move. You don't need a lot of good moves. You just need one. So See, that's why I just stand to the side. See, I'll just it's stand actually to the a side. dick throat punch. I did on a mannequin once because then you lose breath from the throat and breath from the genitals. And so you don't know which one to nurse and it's very emotional and you run out of breath. So for you ladies out there for stranger danger, not that I'm promoting assault in any capacity, but – the dick throat punch to protect yourself. Totally. Dick throat punch. I'm all there. There are times, unfortunately, where where a woman will have to protect herself. So it is official advice to do a dick throat punch. Yes, the dick throat punch. I can even put up a um, tutorial. It's fine. But let's just quickly cover off the two other triggering things from that movie. Firstly, yes. When at the end, when they reverse history and they're going break serious out of Azkaban. Excuse me, but why is it so easy for two teenagers to break someone out of the highest security prison in Wizardland? Come on. <laughs> you tell me, soldier man. <laughs> because there wouldn't be a story without it? Oh, I was just like, I was seething. It's like, that is so dumb. So dumb. I like, I like, I know for the purpose of the movie, it's fine or whatever, but no. Come on. Death Eaters are patrolling that prison. No way. But the other thing that was triggering is if Hermione has the power to travel back in time, then why didn't she go back and travel in time to fix all the other stuff that happened at the end of the movie when everyone got murdered? Is there Mm. like a quota on how much stuff you can fuck up in the future? I don't know. We'll have to... uh rely on uh nerds even nerdier than us to let us know if there's some sort of rules around the (laughs) time travel necklace the time travel necklace but i know i gotta say i gotta say ash that this list is uh it's not gonna make you many friends it's not going to make you many friends on hey, this Hey, we'll list. let the population decide. I want people writing in. <laughs> I want people upsetting Brian, not me, of course. If you've got feedback for me, don't send it. Only for Brian to tell him he's wrong. So while we're on the, <laughs> on the storyline of you being wrong, let's direct to my number three, which is the Deathly Hallows Part 2. So the finale. Third. Yeah. I feel like. Wow. It was always going to be good because it had to be because it was the finale wrapping everything up. And I love that, like, the school comes together to fight, like, you know, despite all the houses separating them or all the issues, like, they've all come together as an army to, like, good versus evil. I did like that. And the scene in the bank where the um, items, like, they multiply when they touch stuff. That is such a cool yeah. concept. I loved that. That, like, part alone was really good. But I feel like... You know, I didn't like the part where Harry was in that weird limbo and he went and spoke to Dumbledore in the white room. Like, obviously, he was the Horcrux and he got killed. But then he was in that weird room talking to Dumbledore and there's the little baby, like, fetus Voldemort sitting under the bench. Like, I just Mm. wasn't feeling that whole scene. It was so unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also feel like um, the end. Let's just talk about the end when they're, like, aged 50 years and they've got the, their kids and, like, of course Harry's with Ginny, which you knew I was never going to be happy about. But that ending was terrible. 
I got to say, um, with the amount of special effects that these movies pulled off, the amount of um, just sheer wizardry, if you will, uh, in, in watching these movies and, and just in awe of how they did it and what they did. And not all of it was CGI. It was just incredible just to end up the entire series with that horrible, horrible aged makeup that that just it just was horrible and and i know a lot of people put a lot of effort into it so i don't i like i hate to criticize uh the 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 amount of work that they put into it but it just didn't work on camera it was it it just that moment when i saw harry i was just like i was totally taken out of the movie i was very aware i was in a movie theater eating popcorn sitting beside a woman that wanted nothing to do with very aware of (laughs) that entire situation (laughs) <laughs> very aware of everything that was happening. It took me out of, of the ma- of the magic. Yeah, I don't know. They tried to put him in like fancy, weird old people outfits, and like they just played it up in the wrong way. So I feel like it was such a good series, and like you have to pick an ending. So it's the same as Game of Thrones. I could go and trash that ending, and you know, for five more episodes. But you know, they wrapped it up, and most of it was good. I love it. Like. The one part that was super cute was, do you remember in the first movie when Neville Longbottom like stood up to them for breaking the rules? Yes. And then at the end, like it came full circle because then there he was standing up for the rat thing again, like against Voldemort, even though he's injured. I thought that was a super cute, like wrapping up from start to finish. Like he was so consistent. Like his integrity was so consistent the whole way through. And he's like a 10 out of 10 babe now. Oh my God. I was just going to say like, he can get it. Like he can get it. it. Like he, that is like, like a glow up. Like it. a Not glow it. up. It. It. Like mm. it. Like 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 seven eyes. It. He can get it. <laughs> I feel like it just doesn't work when we're saying it out loud. Like you've got to see the body language that goes with the it. But whatever everyone wants, he's got it. So <laughs> exactly. Good on you, Neville. Exactly. Good on you. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't 100%. a bad movie. It was obviously like a great finale. But, and the plot twist of him being a Horcrux was obviously like, I don't know why I'd never turned my mind to that fact. Some people are like, oh, I saw it coming from a mile away. But even when I read the books, I was like, oh, my God, I would have never thought that. So, you know, it, yeah, just it's, just sit back and enjoy the story. Don't, don't like, you know, okay, good. You're, you're special. You saw it. Yeah. Okay, cool story. Do you want to cook? Like, it's like, like when you watch you a Christopher Nolan movie, you're constantly on edge to trying to be the first person that figures out what's happening. Like when I watched Inception, I had to watch that movie like 10 times just to figure out where I was. So yeah. confusing. <laughs> I was like, am I even I here? Joke. Am I at the cinema? What's happening? What is happening right now? Oh, Where, like is the there someone person. in my dream? But you're always going to get the people eight. that want to catch on to the twist first, but whatever. You people don't comment either. Stay at home. <laughs> Just enjoy it. Just enjoy All right. Life. So obviously we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. My number two is The Philosopher's Stone. Number two? Yeah. Okay. And I'll explain why wow. for all you haters out there that are going to rag it on me. All right. I feel like when you watch, I'm going to do a risky Star Wars comparison here and say when you start okay. watching an amazing yeah, series, the first movies count because they set the scene. They establish characters. They establish, like, the scene and everything like that moving forward. Like when I tried to watch the Star Wars series, the first one, I just wanted to shoot myself in the face. 
It was so boring. There was 20 minutes in a desert, nothing. So if I wanted to watch all the series again, I would just skip that movie because it's so terrible. Whereas I feel like I'm always Okay, so folks, uh, tune in next week. I will be driving down to Canberra (laughs) and broadcasting live the battle uh, between uh, the... I just, I don't even know what to say. The, the shittest town queen versus the defender of the righteous, the protector of the truth. Swear the on Canadian Bill Potter on an author bear. that the first movie is not shit. Swear on the, the Canadian on the bear other. is going to have to, 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 to respond to this just abject horror of, of a statement there. 20 minutes of border. I'm just kidding. I've been a Star Wars fan my entire life, and even I know, like, that, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I got you there. I understand. Thank you. Whereas the Harry Potter one, there's all the, like, I don't know, I feel like him being introduced to the Wizarding World was really fun. The only question I have is how did his parents, like, did they rob a bank or something? How did they have all that money stashed when they were so young when they died? You know? Uh, there is a reason for it. I think one of them's grandparents were rich or ah, something like that, or the Potters have been, have been rich. Part. I don't know. There's some. There's something that's been they written. Did J.K. Rowling has been adjusting the storyline to this thing since the day these things came out. Like, she's always adjusting this and saying and retconning. I was scared to comment, but no, nah, I'm just laughing. It deserves a laugh. <laughs> It's uh, like, like it, anyways, but like shouldn't the matter. But anyway. in that movie, like Diagon Alley and the one shop and the train station, I especially loved the feast. Like you'd think I lived in an impoverished home because I used to just froth at the mouth over those feasts and I would sit there at night and dream like, what if I was there? What would I eat? What would I go to first? Like as a 12 year old, that's like your dream, having a table full of sweets and food. Every time I watch it, even now, I'm like, ugh. My life is terrible. And then I convince myself I'm going to give myself a feast, but then I have all this guilt around it, and so I don't. And so I'm in this perpetual cycle of being upset that I don't have the feast, but then not wanting the feast because I'm a fatty. So it's like this. Well, the amount of work, now that we're adults, the amount of work, because I was just going to say, hey, Harry in July, as soon as lockdowns are over, we, we, we'll set up our own feast of, of Harry Potter-themed snacks Obviously, we're having butter beer right now, but then I was just like, the amount of work and effort to put in a, a feast, I'm going to make you popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Call it magic popcorn. And the microwave one, not even like cook it up properly. Yeah. Like just throw it in there. Just throw it in there. And it'll be like, yeah, it's magic that it's done in a minute. There you go. Magic. But I also love the blind side. Like we think Snape, like Snape is painted as a villain right from the get-go. And I love that. I didn't suspect like the stuttering Quirrell at all. So I feel like at the end, even though that weird Voldemort on the back of his head was terrible and the acting's a little mm. bit subpar, I feel like I liked that blind side. I was like, oh, now I don't know. Is he good? Is he evil? Like Snape. And from then on, you're constantly having this like battle with yourself about is he good or is he not good kind of thing. But I just have to point out, did anyone else cry when he had his first Christmas? And he's like, I have presents. <laughs> I can't say that I cried. No, but oh, uh, oh my god! The sad part about that is there are probably families out there that have a very similar situation to that. Oh, maybe not yeah. presents and stuff. Not to turn this into a sad thing because it's very fun, but I think that part every time it happens, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, 
he's excited he's got presents and he's excited he got an itchy sweater if that was all of us selfish fuckers we'd be like this is the world's shittest present get it away from me but he loved it we put it into the bottom of our closet and then never put it on ever again and throw it in the goodwill bin like three years later (laughs) 100 percent it makes Meanwhile, me feel terrible this like, and every time christmas present. comes i'm like i'll be a good person i'm gonna appreciate every single gift that i get and there's always I'm one person that. that you're like this is like, why have you put me in this to situation to say thank you, you. like the word why <laughs> so it is now going to be my mission to in give a you the turmoil worst ever, just, so just to like, see if you live up to that that's why I have to be polite and it's inner torture because I honestly, like, I hate lying and I hate being disingenuous and I'm really bad at lying. So my neck goes really red. This is from having a drink, by the way. I'm allergic to alcohol. I have a really red neck right now. So I'm allergic to booze. Not, like, badly, wow. but I get, like, a red rash for the first two. But I also get that when I lie. So I feel like when people say, do you love it? It's like when people have babies and they're not cute. And, like, what I – I don't want to – say anything but then they ask you so I always make an observation so they'll be like I'll be like oh your baby's hands are so small like that's not a compliment but it's just an observation and like yeah the small hands are cute but like when you have nothing else to say I just feel like I'm basically fighting myself as the worst fucking person right now but I'm being honest even now so I'm sorry if you get an observation compliment from me it means I don't like it I've just aired myself I'm out. Going, Fucking great, Brian. Great. I, I, I am going through our entire friendship and, and trying to pick out all the observational. Hey, Ash, how do I look? Do I look good tonight? You're wearing shoes. You you are wearing shoes. I remember this <laughs> like guy all at work, the times that you. This guy at work said to me, "I said, oh, do you like my skirt? Goes, it's very, it's very bright." And then as he said that, I was like. <laughs> oh, my God, he fucking hates it because I do the same thing. So now I also pick up when other people give me disingenuous compliments. It's a very torturous skill to have. Torturous. 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 Speaking of torturous, this list, uh, as incorrect as it's been, um, I've lost track to what number one is going to be. Have you? Dun, 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 dun. The only movie that should be number one, Goblet of Fire. Oh, that's the worst. Don't make me drive down there, Brian. Don't make me drive down there and get locked up because I didn't fucking quarantine. I will come down there and beat your ass. That is hands down the best movie. That is the worst movie. Oh my god! No one will agree with you. Oh, it is so bad. It is not even the worst. It's the blurst. It is the blurst of the series. But I'd like to hear your reasoning for your incorrect opinion. I feel like it was the right amount of like lighthearted and fun but also like serious with regards to like what the reality of what's going on in terms of things are getting worse for Voldemort and things like that but like it had so many relatable like relatable features like the Quidditch World Cup hello we can all relate to that we love World Cup I love any sporting event that's got a big fanfare so I love how they did that with all the tents and the partying and the grandstand like I loved that whole thing I have to say that when I read the book and then watched the movie, this was the one I was most disappointed about because I loved the book so much and I just felt like they had to cut a lot of corners in the movies to get it all in. So it is my number one, but I loved the book so much more. Also, the Triwizard Tournament. It's like having sports stuff at school and they have romances and heartbreak and 
fallouts with friendships because that's like Harry and Ron's first fight and had dragons. Hello. Dragons alone means it wins. But like. <laughs> but it's just so ridiculous. The Triwizard Cup is the most ridiculous part. What school is going to go and visit another school for like the entire year? Like, I'm just going to leave the, our country and go to another school for a year. <laughs> like, I, student exchange? Yeah, I get that. Get Come that. on, Love that it. is fun. Get it. Understand it. Oh, what a good thing, going, Brian. Hey, oh, let's just uh, grade uh, grade four here. Let's just all the grade fours go over to Europe for a year. What? No. Well, maybe we just didn't go to fancy enough schools. That's true. Because we're poverty, remember? <laughs> we don't have fees and we don't go to Europe for fucking competitions. So maybe it's an us problem, Brian. Well, you maybe, maybe, maybe that's a normal thing. <laughs> maybe it's a normal thing. Can someone from England tell me, do, do boarding schools just up an entire grade go to another you, boarding yeah. school? Please write in if you've done anything amazing like that. I mean, I know in Australia we have like Sapsaza in South Australia where I grew up. So like you'd go to Adelaide and all the different schools from all the different towns would come and you'd compete to be the best in the state. So we do something on a smaller scale. Obviously that's For like a day. Yeah, like a week, yeah. a week. A week. A week. I would have bought a week. I would have bought a week over here, but a, a fucking year. But I liked learning about like the unforgivable curses. That was kind of cool. And I like that you could pull out. That's the bit where it shows you pulling out the memories. You know, I'm putting it in that there. That is one of my favorite things. That's a cool concept. I really like that. Mm. And I also love that Harry Potter didn't automatically get the girl because he's Harry Potter. You know, like he liked Cho, but he didn't just get her. Like the one girl he liked. And yet Hermione, who was giving the guy no attention, got the guy. So I feel like it sends good messages about, like, dating. Yeah. You know, if you're okay. thirsty chasing boys around, they're not going to want you. Go off and do your own thing, girlfriend. And then you get the guy. You do you. You do you. you. Do you. Yeah, be a shot of whiskey. Be, be a shot of whiskey. <laughs> but that is I think that should be a church. the best movie. And Voldemort comes back and it's a momentous – I cannot believe. Like, I'm actually, like, considering – ending this friendship i'm terminating the contract because that's a terrible terrible <laughs> thing to say i feel violated on every level <laughs> just wait till i call you out for that uh that threat to to come down here um because uh yeah uh there, there, there's this there's so much to unpack and i have i have so many questions and i'm sure all of you have so many questions so ash you're going to have to come back next week and uh just answer answer for this nonsense (laughs) (laughs) but we will we will end so every every time uh, every episode ends with an interesting factoid um so the interesting factoid today dumbledore is a real old english word for bumblebee what for bumblebee yeah rolling said she chose the name because she always pictured Dumbledore humming to himself. Oh, so that's so cool. Dumbledore. Yeah. So that. I've got one That's too. really, really neat. Am I allowed to have one? Uh, let's save it for the next episode. Okay, good. I'll save all my... Right. All my so secrets. all hatred, uh, all hate mail, please direct to ash at... Um, <laughs> that should beat me to it all right uh ash thank you so much for coming out and we will definitely be having you back again next week only if you haven't upset me (laughs) 
Thank you for listening. Talk Bites.